Hello again, it's Craig and welcome to episode 191 of AADA. I didn't get up at 5.30, sorry, 4.30am this morning like I have been doing for the past couple of days, so I'm going to give you a quick update about it before I get into anything else. I managed to wake up at 8am this morning. I gave in. I gave in to the alarm clock. It went off at 4.30am. I turned it off and got back into bed. And then when I woke up at 8am, I instantly regretted it. I knew it wasn't going to be easy to get up at 4.30am every day, but it showed me today, as soon as I got up at 8am, how much better I felt about 4.30am. And it's made me think, yeah, I'm going to keep getting up at 4.30am every single day, apart from the weekend, which I've decided to get up at 6.30am rather than 4.30am. So I'm going to keep giving you updates about it, and I'll probably do a podcast about it at some point in a couple of weeks when I've actually managed to do it for a long period of time, but... It's been an interesting challenge and it's been interesting to see how my body reacts and how actually how much better I feel getting up early and getting loads of work done and then it gives me the rest of the evening to do other stuff. So I'm actually recording this podcast at dinner time today because I've been recording them at about 5am. Today it is 12pm, just gone 12pm and I haven't had a chance to record it because I got up at 8, 8am. So this is today's episode and today's episode I've entitled proving you're an expert designer. And the things I'm going to talk about don't just apply to proving that you're an expert designer. They apply to proving that you're an expert at anything. Because these days, I'm going to talk about the internet. So we've got the internet, you know, that big thing that you use every single day of your life. It's so, so, so easy to pretend you're an expert at something these days. It's so easy to get away with being a shyster or get away with not being good at something, but getting people to pay you for it. And I hate that. I hate seeing so many people out there who aren't experts at something, but they're selling the services or they aren't good at what they do, but they're selling the services. But one one area that I always see that people struggle in, I, I know loads of good designers. I know loads of good marketing people. I know I know loads of good people, loads of good web designers and web developers. And the thing that I always see all of them struggling with is proving that they're good at... (laughs) Wow, that word word very much got stuck in my throat then. Is proving that they're good at what they do. Proving to the entire world that they are amazing at what they do. I know they're amazing because I'm in the industry and I can see what they're doing. But they often struggle to prove to everybody else who doesn't know what they do as a living, but might need to hire the services. They struggle to prove that they're an expert. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how you manage to prove that you're an expert. I want to begin this though by saying that this is something I've struggled with for a long time. I'm not saying I'm the best designer in the world. I'm not saying I'm the best web developer or web designer in the world, but it's something I've always struggled with as well, proving that I'm good at what I do. Obviously, there's traditional things with a designer, like a portfolio, but a portfolio doesn't always tell the true picture. A portfolio is really just showing some past projects, and you can actually cheat with a portfolio as well. You can stick other people's work in it, or you can only put the best pieces in there, and just putting the best pieces in there, obviously, is what everybody does with a portfolio. It doesn't truly show how good a designer is, or it doesn't truly show how good a design agency is, or it doesn't truly show how good anybody is really, because it's carefully curated. They may have only made one good piece of work for the last 10 years, and they've only got 10 pieces in the portfolio. 
And if the last piece in the portfolio was really old and they've not put anything in it since, it's difficult to say how good they are now versus how good they were. So a portfolio isn't always the best way to prove that you're an expert. And this is something I've been getting a lot deeper into the last, what month are we in now? We're in the seventh month. For the last seven months, I've been doing this podcast. I've been getting really into marketing. I've been looking at all sorts of things. And as I, ow, I've just hit my hand on the desk. (laughs) As I said, when I started this podcast, it's a gigantic marketing experiment. And I've been getting into a lot of the marketing stuff as I've been doing this. So I've, I've been looking at all kinds of things, uh, things that I'm not going to talk about or explain today, but things like lead funnels and things like advertising, things like digital marketing, things like search engine optimization, which I'm really getting into at the minute, which I'll no doubt do a couple of podcasts on over the next couple of months. But I've been getting into all that. And something that I've realized is when I've been analysing everybody, the best people in marketing, the best people in design, in fact, the best people across any single industry that I've discovered, and I've looked at lots of experts, lots of thought leaders in any kind of industry, I've looked in all sorts. I find it really interesting to look at thought leaders across any industry because they're all using the same tactics. Every single industry Every single person, every single company, they all use the same simple marketing tactics to prove that they're an expert. And it's actually a really simple concept. I've heard this spoken about in a lot of places, but the best, the best way I've heard it described is this. Give away everything for free and charge for implementation. So everything you do in your business or in your personal, in your personal blog or on your personal website, give it all away for free, give all your information away for free, give all your trade secrets away for free, or what you, or what you like to call trade secrets or what you think trade secrets are, give away all those for free, give away all your information for free and charge for implementation. It's the easiest, well, I'll get to the easy thing in a minute. It's the easiest way to prove that you're an expert because you are showing that you're an expert. And that is what every single person does at the top of their game in any industry. One that I always like to look at, and I think one who's really stepped up his game over the last year, and it's not just in the last year, he's had, I'm talking about Paul Boag, um, he's had a podcast for years, his, his podcast is called Boag World, it's gone through a number of seasons, he's had a podcast for years and he's always been good at marketing, but I think in this last year he's really, really stepped up his game with his marketing and he's a really, really good example to look at, even if you're not in the design industry or you're not in the creative industries, he's a really good example to look at for somebody who's constantly proving that they're an expert. And the way he constantly proves that he's an expert is by giving away everything for free. He gives away so much advice, so many blog posts, so many podcasts, and over the years traditionally it has as well. He just gives away everything for free. And then when somebody wants to hire him for implementation, it costs money. It's such a simple concept, hugely simple concept, but so many businesses, so many individuals do not do it. And if you know you're an expert and you know your industry inside out, this works in any single industry that you can possibly think of. Everybody wants to read or listen or see tips from experts. You automatically 
become an expert by proving that you're an expert, by writing blog posts, by doing podcasts, by giving away so much free information that people just cannot believe you're giving it all away for free. You instantly become an expert. And it's this simple thing, the idea of charging for implementation but giving away free content, I've seen everywhere around the internet. There's so many pretenders on the internet and it's really difficult sometimes to separate those pretenders from the experts. But what you'll often see on people's pretenders' websites who are not experts is they do not give away things for free. They do not give many good tips away on a blog or they may not even have a blog. Their website's small and they don't say much. But you'll see this a lot for everybody who doesn't know what they're talking about, that they do not give away anything for free. And it's actually... In traditional businesses, I come across this kind of attitude quite a lot, that people are very, very suspicious of giving away their client details or any kind of trade secrets or what they think are trade secrets but aren't actually trade secrets because everybody already knows them. They're very cautious about giving away how they do things. They're very cautious about giving away the process. And the reason they're cautious about all this stuff is their competitors. I hear that so much. Their competitors. They think that if they give away all this information, the competitors are going to copy them. And yes, your competitors are going to copy you, but it doesn't matter because your competitors are copying you, but they're always three steps behind you because they're copying you. You are the leader. You're the one who's putting the content out. You're the one who knows this stuff inside out. Your competitors may copy it, but they're always going to be two or three steps behind you. So you don't have to worry about your competitors copying you. But in this modern day and age, you do have to worry about sharing as much as you possibly can to get people to come to your business and to see that you're an expert. And I specifically titled this episode, Proving You're an Expert Designer. And I think this is so, so, so important as a designer and anybody who's in a creative field to not just show pretty pictures of their work. They've also got to explain their work. They've got to show that they've got opinions and thoughts and useful insights in their industry. And you need to be sharing those useful insights. They may not be directly related to your business. They might not be they might not be directly about design all the time. In fact, this podcast, AADA, Ask a Designer Anything, doesn't much talk about design right at the minute. Often, at the minute, the topic I'm most passionate about is doing things and mindset and marketing and things like that. But I'm putting out a lot of free information and it's all loosely related to creativity and it's all loosely related to design. And you can do the same thing as a designer. You don't have to always talk about design, but it's really important that you're putting useful content out all the time. Because as soon as somebody comes to your website or comes to your blog, they want to believe that you're an expert. But the only way they can believe you're an expert is if you prove it to them. So that was episode 191. And if you want to read the show notes about this episode, and I've put a link to Paul Boag in there as well. If you want to look at the show notes, go over to askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP191. I'm back tomorrow with another episode and hopefully I'm going to record it really early in the morning instead of this afternoon. And I'll be back then. And thank you so much for listening as always. And I'll see you soon.